Hello, thank you for joining me for another Wise Fi broadcast, and I encourage you to check out uh, some more uh, content on Wise Fi series. And yeah, let's get right into it. I'm going to do a bit of a scripture tour and uh, encourage you to uh, don't take my word for it, check out the passages for yourself. Matter of fact, uh, I encourage you to do that, <laughs> to uh, even examine. Uh, the passages uh, that, um, especially that you may find uh, a bit puzzling, uh, to seek the face of the Most High and um, in prayer. Prayer is powerful. Okay, so uh, yeah, let's get right into it. So if you don't know, now you know Messianic love uh, for Yeshua Mashiach, the Anointed One, uh, Jesus Christ. And uh, his teachings and being a, a follower and believer in his life, death, and resurrection for all humanity as the promised prophetic living word of Elohim uh, put forth in Bereshit in the beginning. Uh, of course, Elohim tells us the end from the beginning. Uh, and so uh, you, you may have a different uh, perception of Jesus Christ and people uh, still waiting for the Mashiach, anointed one, to uh, come upon us. So, uh, it is a belief that Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, is the only door, is the only way. I am the door, uh, okay? Uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. He's the way, he's the truth, and he's the way to life and connection back to Elohim, okay? So, we have a choice, believe it or not. To not believe, I mean, are you willing to risk your eternal uh, existence in paradise? That's the type of risk you want to take. Uh, I encourage you to, uh, I encourage you to take the offer of life through Yeshua HaMashiach. It's a beautiful life. It's not a life without persecution and suffering, but it's all worth it in the end because you have eternal rest in paradise instead of being uh, excluded from the holy presence of the Most High by our own choice, by the way, and uh, into outer darkness, which I, I personally don't want to go into. Um, so, you know, when mentioning this, uh, there can be this a bit of uh, deception that arises. You know, you, you can hear a lot about syncretism and how could you say Yeshua HaMashiach is the only way, he's the only door? Well, I can say that, but you say, how could you say that? I use my mouth to say it. But how could you say that? How could you say that he's the only door? There's this door, there's that door. Why can't we just choose which, you know, this way, that way? There's so many ways that we can connect to, some people say, universe, uh, this um, greater power. Um, okay. So, and then some people may even suggest that, oh, well, Christianity is just a rendition of all these other ancient pagan cultures like Egypt and, and uh, yeah, it's just a rendition of um, Druid and, and, and knowledge and, and it, it, just, it just took it and twisted it all and made a new uh, message, but it's all uh, syncretized, don't you see? And uh, so, to uh, that's why it's important for us to do the scripture tour, um, 
to have us really ex you know examine these claims and I'm doing it in a general way of course you could write probably books maybe volumes on this topic but I'm just doing a brief presentation on this um, of course if you look at the uh, and, and this is nothing uh, I don't want to say because there's a lot of faithful Catholics out there and I'm not trying to demean uh, your Catholic faith but if you look at the early uh, the establishment of the and this is historical you could do research on this uh, even the word church I encourage you to do research on the word church and its origins the origin of the word church but um, if, if you if you look at the early formation of the early church you will see that um, uh, a pagan influence in this marriage with paganism uh, embedded in, in, in there's evidence of it you look at Christmas you look at Easter you look at these marriages right between these um, uh, paganism and and uh, in the uh, Christian early Christian uh, formation of um, uh, a church or organization okay but uh, we have uh, ecclesia and I would say uh, uh, early ecclesia which is a Greek word a congregation or assembly that were followers of the Mashiach they they were uh, you know Hebrew heritage and uh, you could say Jewish but I want to make uh, known that J was in the ancient Hebrew uh, uh, lettering. Uh, the word J, J uh, added in the 15 to 1600s in the English alphabet. So, but you want to say Jewish, right? Uh, 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 Yehudim. Uh, the early uh, connection, and I'm talking about the Hebrew Jesus. I'm talking about the Hebrew, okay, Yehusha HaMashiach. Um, and uh, the early ecclesia and assembly and you can look this up for yourself you could do some research i'm not going to extensively talk about it right now but you could look at the aggressive campaign i'll call it campaign aggressive campaign of uh to uh eliminate the hebraic um connection with christianity um and, and uh what well we have evidence of it today and uh uh, many uh, believers in the Mashiach and Jesus Christ, they, they're not aware of the biblical Hebrew feast days. Um, uh, they, they, they don't, they're not aware of them. They're told they're not, they're not important, even though they're prophetic um, pronouncements, you know. And these are feast days that Elohim called. This is not confined to one ethnicity. This is uh, feast days uh, that Elohim uh, created. Um, and so yet, we see uh, this unknown, right, to many uh, believers. Some do. Some have done research and they explored the word and have taught this. I'm not diminishing that, but but I'm saying it's not widely known in uh, Christodome. You want to call it Christodome. And um, but we can gain more of an understanding when we realize the bigger the bigger picture. And sometimes we don't get that. Um, uh, of course and um, the whole uh, concept of this is for us to get back to the root <laughs> for us to get back to the to our roots uh, our messianic roots you know as uh, influential as uh, Pauline doctrine has been if we just can get back to the root to knowing and understanding uh, the Mashiach and I encourage you to read the, the Gospels and read encourage you to read about Jesus's life uh, and life of the Yahushua Mashiach. So we are now faced with this um, 
we're faced with this uh, backstory that uh, of syncretism that I'm trying to get to here. This backstory of syncretism. So, in order to address the backstory of syncretism, uh, <clears throat> I want us to turn to Bereshit in chapter 1, verse 27 to 28. And Elohim created the man in his image. In the image of Elohim, he created him. Male and female, he created him. So, we see here uh, the living uh, Elohim as creator, a living God as created and, and Elohim blessed them and Elohim said to them this is verse 28 uh, be fruitful and increase and fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over all creeping creatures of the earth so we see here now that um, they're blessed they're living in paradise the man and woman Isha and Isha are made in the likeness and image of Elohim Right? And um, we're confronted with this early story of humanity's uh, development, right? Uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because, of course, uh, <laughs> backstory to syncretism. Um, if you just bear with me, we see the fall happen uh, where Eve is deceived by the serpent and then offers uh, uh, this forbidden fruit uh, to Adam. And we see this fall and this prophetic pronouncement by Elohim that uh, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all livestock. And this is uh, Elohim addressing the serpent. And more than uh, every beast of the field, you know, on your belly, you are to go and eat dust all the days of your life. So you see Satan uh, coming in to tempt Eve and uh and the snake and we see the curse pronouncement and this is an important part <laughs> because this is a plan put in place for redemption okay and i put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed he shall crush your head and you shall crush his heel okay so right here we have the plan right of redemption he shall crush your head right the seed uh that comes from eve okay will crush uh your head and you shall crush or bruise his his heel okay and this connection uh, made with yahushua hamashiach having suffered having been uh persecuted the way he was for, for all humanity this unblemished sacrificial lamb right being bruised right but in the midst of it all crushing the head of satan crushing the head of satan uh, removing the curse right cleansing us and providing us an opportunity back to this beautiful paradise this this existence right of eternal peace right so now of course let me uh reject that message uh we are given a free will choice just like adam and eve had free will choice uh and they decided unfortunately to disobey the most high and then what did they usher in what 
did they usher in? Uh, because uh, we have Satan, who hates humanity's guts and his pride, <clears throat> was cast low, cast down, cast out of this eternal paradise. And if you don't, there's people that don't agree with these, uh, uh, these uh, supernatural occurrences or this uh, spiritual realm. But oh, the spiritual realm exists, my friends. It surely, surely does. There, and if you could check out my other bo um, broadcasts about uh, uh, the spiritual reality of our existence, you know, uh, you know and this is very deep because we have a physical experience and then we have a deeper spiritual realm. And there's definitely a spiritual realm. It's the unseen realm, the seen and unseen realms. So if we fast forward, if we fast forward to uh, the fall, right? And then we fast forward again and we go to Noah and the great flood and what caused it. And it says in chapter six it, of Genesis in Bereshit, it says, and it came to be when, when men began to increase on the face of the earth and daughters were born to them, okay? That the sons of Elohim saw the daughters of men that they were good they were fair they were attractive right? and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose so we see here the sons of elohim right the uh, fallen the, the angel fallen angels came and went with the human women you go to uh verse four it says the nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward, when the sons of Elohim came in to the daughters of men, and they bore children of them, those were the mighty men who were of old, the men of renown. And Yahweh saw the, that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And... Um, we see the uh, decree and the plan to wipe away this abomination off the planet. So we see the fall. And this means like, the ancient aliens. Well, okay, these are fallen angels. Okay, I want you to explain this. These are fallen angels that left their heavenly abode. Okay, fallen angels that left their heavenly abode uh, with Satan. They were found corrupt, and they uh, uh, decided to descend on the daughters of uh, a man, okay, human beings, and breed with them, okay, and they began to breed with them, and these created giants, and with the called Nephilim, and they, they were half human, half uh, this cel uh, celestial angel, okay, or messengers, right, then if you look at the book of Enoch, it goes much deeper. It ex it explain. It goes much deeper and extension of uh, chapter six in Bereshit and Genesis, because it explains this whole uh, story of the early beginnings of humanity. And, and so we discovered these ancient books that conveniently showed up right around the time it should, because it's perfect timing. This remote time that Enoch was writing for. You could see many parallels when you read the book of Enoch to today's 
goings. So, <laughs> going on. So, but, um, and some people reject the book of Enoch, but just bear with me to for our understanding. No, actually, to pray about it. Um, so, because uh, as believers, if you don't, you're not aware of this, the spiritual realm and how it exists, it can deeply impact your life. Um, and we can see here that you can have understanding. Okay, there was this wickedness all over the planet, obeying Noah was, he was the purebred, uh, you know, last of, you know, the righteous adherence to Elohim's commands, and, and he and his wife, three sons, their wives, went on this, the ark, they were preserved during the flood, and there you go, there you have it, it was all done, it's all over, nothing to see here, folks. Um, but we could see this uh, continued warfare, okay? It didn't end Satan's aggression towards humanity and this desire to be worshipped. And if we look in Enoch, and I, it's chapter 15, we can evaluate this one. So, so and now, so he's, Enoch was very close. It, it explained Enoch um, walked with uh, Elohim. He was actually taken up. He didn't, he didn't pass. He was taken up and um to be with the most high but he had the spiritual depth with elohim so uh in this particular chapter and now the giants who are produced from the spirits and flesh shall be called evil spirits upon the earth and on the earth shall be their dwelling evil spirits have proceeded from their bodies because they are born from men and from the holy watches is their beginning and primal origin. They shall be evil spirits on the earth, and evil spirits shall they be called. So now we see and we have an understanding what evil spirits are, okay? Demonic forces. They're disembodied spirits of the Nephilim. This half-breed of angel and human flesh okay evil spirits have proceeded from their bodies okay as for the spirits of heaven in in heaven shall be their dwelling but as for the spirits of the earth which were born upon the earth on the earth shall be their dwelling and the spirits of the giants afflict so they, they're confined here and this is what they've been doing uh, for ancient for from generation to generation. And the spirits of the giants afflict, oppress, destroy, attack, do battle, and work destruction on the earth. And cause trouble. They take no food, but nevertheless, hunger and thirst. And cause offenses. And uh, some people even work with them. They work with them in the spiritual realm. If you don't believe it, well, you, you'll believe it. it, it, will, it, will, it, it you'll, you'll see this, okay? Um, these spirits shall rise up against the children of men and against the women because they have proceeded from them. So they're particularly aggressive towards women. And so they're confined here to the day of judgment. Um... And if you just continue to chapter 16, you'll see the judgment. Um, uh, they are doing this.
from the days of slaughter and destruction and death of the giants from the souls of whose flesh the spirits having gone forth shall destroy without incurring judgment thus shall they destroy until the day of consummation the great judgment in which the age shall be consummated over the watches and the godless yea shall be wholly consummated yes indeed so there is judgment we're going to be cast into the lake of fire and all their minions so um that's our concept that's what we're dealing with in this world you know? and um so how however we have an antidote <laughs> the antidote is yeshua hamashiach that's the antidote so you know we're born into this this realm into this physical realm right and we have these dynamics happening and yet we have this remedy uh from elohim he has a plan and we can trust his plan okay we can trust his plan and in psalms in psalms uh ch chapter 20 125 it says they that trust in yahweh shall be as mount zion which cannot be removed but abideth forever okay now you understand why when if you, if you read the good news in the gospel or you read the good news about jesus's life he's casting out demons he was casting out these disembodied spirits of the nephilim he was uh, bringing deliverance to people and later his taught ones did so too his disciples his apostles you know doing warfare spiritual warfare freeing the people right and we have an outlet because the lord the most high has a bigger plan now some people say well why would he do this why would he allow this to happen why why would uh he just keep doing this and allowing this well as you can see he's not there's a day of judgment coming okay and also uh we have a choice and also all the this wasn't so in the beginning this wasn't so so in the beginning he made the world a paradise he made the world beautiful okay it's satan that you need to be talking about he's the thief okay who steal kills and destroys and yeshua says i have come to give life and life more abundantly but make no mistake about it Elohim loves judgment. He it it no makes fear Elohim. Fear Elohim. He is all powerful. He's the creator of all beings. And he is living and active and sees all, hears all. Even when you don't think he is, he or uh, and I'm saying in a masculine sense, Yahweh sees all, hears all. And he knows what he's doing. And we need to trust the plan. This Life comes, it goes, we go into paradise. We have uh, opportunity to live forever. You know, we face affliction and suffering here, just as Yeshua HaMashiach did. When we, when we take up and become his seed, okay, we become his seed, we, we very well will be hated. And many have, they've, they've marred for the message, okay, of Yeshua HaMashiach, so... Uh, so, yes, because there's this warfare happening 
right? But we are victorious. We are victorious when we're sealed in this uh, belief in Elohim, when we are sealed, when you allow the Holy Spirit to live with, within us, the Holy Spirit of Elohim abides in us. And we begin to live out the commands. Yeshua said, if you love me, you will keep my commands. If we just live in this truth and to trust Elohim, we can have life and life more abundantly. And though we may face affliction, that we can survive the storms because we trust in Elohim. And uh, just as I mentioned, in Psalms chapter 125, it says, They that trust in Yahweh shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed but abideth forever so do you want to serve team evil baddie like i mentioned before or do you want to serve the elohim of all creation entire world seen and unseen and trust the plan that he he's going to make everything all right and you read the book of enoch so he has a plan to make everything all right he's going to set it straight you know judgment is coming Judgment is coming. Judgment is coming. Satan knows this. The, the, the demonic forces know this. They've been going through generation after generation with the doctrines, do of, demons. doctrines of demons. Okay? From the ancients of old. Okay? Teaching humanity all sorts of knowledge they were meant to know. And they didn't even know half of it. They didn't even know a slight slither of it. But that whatever they taught humanity, okay, has been perpetuated through these ancient um, doctrines or teachings, okay? But we have a living way, okay? Because he called people out. He called Abram out. And you don't really get the fullness of it. But if you read the book of uh, Joshua, you read the book of Jubilees, you understand Abraham called out to the living Elohim, to living El, okay? And unlike the idols of wood and stone made of human hands, the living Elohim is the maker of heaven and earth. He alone is the source of our life. We live because he lives. And that's what we can take, you know, heart in and knowing, you know, and he set Yisrael apart and he set the, the Israel apart for a purpose to bring in Yeshua HaMashiach to a deliverer for humanity, a deliverer to his people that rejected him. And even to this day, some, some reject him, okay? But now the expanded family, the expanded family of humanity through the life death and resurrection of elohim have opportunity to be restored have an opportunity back to wholeness and uh the wrath of the most high is nothing to me mess with i said who can withstand the wrath of the almighty nobody who can withstand <laughs> who can withstand the wrath of the almighty because when time's up, time's up. And if, if you if you want an example, you could look at Jezebel. Or Jezebel, okay? Uh, time's up. Enough is enough. Okay, the wicked woman. Wicked woman. The wicked, wicked woman. 
This wicked, wicked spirits, all active in Jezebel. <laughs> Man, she was licked up by dogs. She was thrown from the roof from her own, uh, the uh, uh, balcony, excuse me, from her own eunuchs. Okay? Promoting the prophets of Baal. Man, dogs licked her body. Ate her body up, except for her hands and her head, because they were so dirty. And feet. So wicked. But she had her day in the dust, the ground, trampled by a chariot. I mean, you cannot uh, <laughs> continue in your wickedness and think you're going to get away with it. You think you're getting away with wickedness? You're not. You see people and you say, oh man, you got away with it. You didn't have to face a, the, the wrath of uh, you didn't have to, the people. <laughs> the wrath of the people? You should be more afraid of the wrath of the almighty Elohim. You need to fear that. Who has power to throw both soul <laughs> and body into into the hellish torment. I mean, this is what we need to fear. Fear Elohim. Fear the Most High. In a reverent fear. Because that is a loving... He says, perfect love casts out fear. It's, it's knowing that he is all powerful. He's king. Elohim is king of a rule. We celebrate. The king is in the field. You know, and this is the days of all. You know, we have time to... In the biblical Hebrew feast days, a day of atonement is known as Yom Kippur is upon us. And uh, we have an opportunity to uh, repent and turn from our wickedness. So, and this is an offer, right? Because if you don't, you're going to be consumed by your own net. You know, uh, you'll be consumed by your own net. Just as da Daniel, okay? He was in Medo-Persia, right? And um, he was cast into the lion's den. By a decree because they, they were jealous of him and he was being appointed in a, a prestigious uh, position by King Darius and uh, Sovereign Darius. And uh, he had uh, jealous adversaries and they thrown him into the lion's den. And who shut the lion's den's mouth? And the Most High sent an angel and the Most High and shut up the lions. And then those who crafted the plot. And he was delivered from that. And Darius was relieved. Let's just say. He was relieved because he, he had an affection for Daniel. And, and, uh, that he had, his, his, his God was, uh, Elohim preserved Daniel. But the same people that plotted to cast Daniel into the lion's den, well, they were thrown in there themselves. And their children. And their wives. Let me see. Woo. Wow. So, whole line was wiped out, basically. So, um... <clears throat> We see here that uh, we can have faith, which is belief in Elohim, or we could choose to have faith and belief in other things, and uh, those are not sustainable. But um, now to labor on this very next important point, because I want to get to this particular domination right, of um, Elohim's reign. So, in, Gen in Genesis, Bereshit, uh, chapter 22, we see here, um, Abraham, who waited so long, Abraham, waited so long to have a son, and he finally had a son, and uh, they were getting uh, desperate, right? So, they had a, they had him and Sarah, um, they had, uh, he had a son with his uh, servant, uh, Hagar. 
Ishmael and um, and then he also then again had a son with uh, Isaac he had a son Isaac finally in his old age he had Isaac um, so Isaac he he was told by Elohim that to take thy son this is in verse 2 he said take your son now your only son Isaac whom you love and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as an ascending offering on one of the mountains which I command you hold up the presses wait a minute wait a minute you just said that he had two sons why does it say here that it says take your son now and your only son Isaac oh thank you asking that very interesting question if you have it well yes um uh, Abraham had Ishmael and A Abraham sent Ishmael and Hagar away and if you want to know more about the story I encourage you to read it um I read the book of Genesis <laughs> but uh, for more extensive understanding but uh, particularly from uh, chapters well just read it um if you look at verse uh, uh, 20, uh, 17 to 20 You'll see here, um, 17:20, how Elohim had a plan even for Ishmael, okay? Because they were being sent away, uh, Hagar and Ishmael. But Elohim blessed Ishmael, okay? I want that to be known that he blessed Ishmael. Blessed by, he was blessed by Elohim. And 17:20, okay? It says, and as for Ishmael, I have heard you. See, I shall bless him. And shall make him fruitful and greatly increase him he is to bring forth 12 princes and I shall make him a great nation so he had a plan for Ishmael okay. and um, and uh, so but we have Abraham now because it's the promise that he was going to bring Yeshua HaMashiach through. okay Yeshua's original plan was for Abraham and Sarah from their own union, okay? And so if we just go back to tw verse 22, okay? And that's why, you know, the Abraham Accord Accords are significant, okay? Um, so, and uh, we have here that Abraham is going ahead... Elohim has said to take your son uh, up to uh, Moriah and offer him up. Now, this might be like, oh my God, you know, you just think about it. The son he waited for all this time, you know, just had sent Ishmael away. It's just gut-wrenching to watch, to witness this. But we see as you keep reading in verse, in chapter 22, that uh, right before he's about, and Abraham stretched out his hand, and took the knife to slay his son but the messenger of Yahweh called to him from the heavens and said Abraham Abraham and he said here I am and he said do not lay your hand on the boy nor touch him for now I know that you fear Elohim seeing you have not withheld your son your only son from me 
And Abraham lifted his eyes and looked and saw behind him a ram caught in a bush by its thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for an ascending offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place Yahweh Yari, as it is said to this day on the mountain Yahweh provides. So you can see here this interesting intervention, right? Because Elohim is not like the 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 other uh, what is it? The other uh, gods, the people that they in Samaria. Okay, you don't sacrifice your children. He's, this is a prophetic um, interaction or experience or moment that we witness here in, as readers right, of the word of Abraham uh, prepared, walking by faith, walking by faith, and a sacrifice being provided a sacrifice in the place of this son this seed of Abraham the promised seed a sacrifice was provided for them you know no I'm not like the I'm not like those other gods I'm not I'm not like that G gods made with human hands <laughs> I have a plan now you fear Elohim that is good and uh, so we see here we fast forward right fast forward like I said we're doing a little bit of a scripture tour fast forward to you uh, fast forward here to second Samuel and we see uh, Dawid David's throne being established forever so in chapter Second Samuel chapter seven, verse twelve and thirteen, it reads, "When your days are filled and you rest with your fathers, I shall raise up your seed after you, who comes from your inward parts, and shall establish his reign." He, and this is verse thirteen, he does build a house for my name, and I shall establish the throne of his reign forever, forever. Forever. Yep, forever. Where would that be? Well, when it's So, in Luke chapter 1, verse 22 to 23, and this is in the Gospels, but it says here, He will be great, and he will be called Son of the Most High. And the Yahweh Elohim, or Lord God, will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will have no end no end his kingdom will have no end hallelujah who could this be <laughs> did you Amazeeak Jesus Christ In Isaiah, Yeshayahu, we see in chapter 2, verse 1 to 4, a throne, a throne will ever be established in loving kindness, and a judge 
will sit on it in faithfulness in the tent of Dawid. Moreover, he will seek justice and be prompt in righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I, 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 this is actually Isaiah chapter 16, verse 5. But uh, if you would like to read Isaiah chapter 2, verse 1 through 4 for yourself, you're more than welcome to do that. And I encourage you to do that um, on your own. And But this was Isaiah chapter 16, verse 5. You see this prophetic pronouncement. Right? The son of Elohim will sit on Dawid's throne forever and he will bring judgment. Oh, wow, okay. So, we just just keep on with our scripture tool. And we go to Hebrews. If we go to Hebrews, um, we go to Hebrews chapter 20. Hebrews chapter chapter 10 Hebrews chapter 10 will say we'll start hmm, uh, chapter okay so I'm, I'm just going to read verse 1 for the Torah having a shadow of the good matters to come and not the image itself of the matters and keep going uh, verse 3 but in those offerings is a reminder of the sins year by year verse 4 for it is impossible for blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Right. And then if you just scroll with me to 9 and verse 9. Then he said, See, I come to do your desire, O Elohim. He takes away the first to establish the second. Verse 10. By that desire we have been set apart the offering of the body of Yeshua HaMashiach Jesus Christ once for all verse 11 and indeed every priest stands day by day doing service and repeatedly offering the same slaughter offerings which are never able to take away sins mind you the temple was destroyed in 70 AD but he having offered one slaughter offering for sins for all time sat down at the right hand of Elohim Whew. waiting from the time onward this is a, this is verse 13 by the way verse 13 but he having offered one slaughter offering for sins all time sat down at the right hand of Elohim verse 13 waiting from the time onward until his enemies are made a footstool for his feet. Hmm, footstool, his enemies, a footstool of his feet. Oh, yeah. For by one offering he has perfected for all time those who are being set apart. Right? So, and the Holy Spirit, this is verse 15, also witnesses to us for after having said before this is a prophetic in uh, Jeremiah Jeremiah verse 16 and 17 this is a covenant that I shall make with them after those days says Yahweh giving my laws into their hearts in their minds I shall write them and their sins and their lawlessness I shall remember no more wow 
you know, we see this plan, right, to make the enemy the footstool of Yeshua HaMashiach coming in as a righteous judge, right, over all the earth and claiming the throne of Elohim as king, right, in the heavenlies. He's sitting at the throne of Elohim. Wow, remarkable. And we could understand that in, in, in further on in Hebrews and in Jesus, it's a wonderful book and I encourage you to read it for yourself, that uh, he is our mediator. He's the one mediator in the heavenlies because he's alive, okay? And um, uh, how much more, and this is in uh, chapter 9, verse 14, it says, How much more shall the blood of the Mashiach, the Messiah, the Anointed One, who through... Uh, the everlasting spirit offered himself unblemished to Elohim. Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living, the living Elohim. And this is verse 15. And because of this, he is the mediator of a renewed covenant. So that death having taken place for redemption of the transgressions or sins under the first covenant. Those who are called might receive the promise of everlasting inheritance. An everlasting inheritance. You see, this is our living hope. You know, we have all these happenings in the world today, right? And we have an everlasting inheritance in Yeshua HaMashiach. To know that Elohim has a plan to make his enemies his footstool. And... You know, we might live through seeing this, and we might live through seeing the, you know, the righteous taking me. And it says, when the, when the, when the right, when the righteous <laughs> take authority, the people rejoice. When the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. You know, Elohim is a righteous judge. He's a righteous judge. His, he's right ruling. He's a righteous judge. 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 He's righteous. You know, and so. We could take heart, you know, even when everything is happening around us, we could take heart and trust in Elohim alone, the living Elohim, right? And this whole, this whole message is meant as uh, words of encouragement to know, to trust the plan that we have the victory in Yeshua HaMashiach, you know? These demonic spirits, they're subject to us because of Yeshua HaMashiach, the spirit of the Most High dwells in, within you. By your covered in the blood of the Lamb, you're part of this holy royal family. And, and you have, and you, we have uh, uh, belief in, in Yeshua HaMashiach and his power. You know that we could tread on serpents and scorpions and this authority. But we don't rejoice in that authority. We rejoice that the, we're written in the book of life. And that's what's, more, what's most important. Eternal life. That we're written in the, in the uh, book of life there. Our names are there. <laughs> Because we accepted this truth and we live out the commands of Elohim to do good works. Not that we're saved by our works because salvation is a gift. But we live out doing good for humanity. For being like Yeshua Mashiach. To being like Yeshua Mashiach, Jesus Christ. We live, we live that way. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, it transforms our hearts. And that's why it's important to know our scripture, folks. Because we're certainly going to need it. Because the veil is being lifted. From the spiritual realm, the unseen spiritual realm, the veil is being peeled away. And more and more uh, into the age of come, uh, we, we will see this uh, 
this uh, awareness of the unseen realm, right? As uh, some try to blot it out and pretend it doesn't exist. And go, la la la. It's like someone putting blindfolds on and sticking something in their ears and going, la 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 la. You know? And it, it, it doesn't surprise you, like, this can happen. You know, like, people saying, no, there's no violent protests happening in the uh, United States. There's no, no, there's no violent protests, and you and you see images of buildings burning, and, and you say, well, there is actually in some places. Um, so it, it, I'm just saying it's just because you hear a lie often enough doesn't mean that it's the truth, okay? Of uh, the Holy Spirit can reveal truth to you, and that's why it's important for us to have discernment, and it's very important for truth to prevail, and it will. So thank you for joining me, and um. Uh, if you lasted this long listening to this broadcast, you are amazing. You're a winner. And I just like to pray for us. I just like to pray for you and just let you know that you are loved and you are cared for and you have a resource for comfort through Yeshua HaMashiach, through, through uh, this access we have and uh, to be comforted by uh, Yahweh, to be nurtured by God. And so uh, I just pray for us in Jesus' name. I just pray in the name of Yeshua Mashiach, Father, that you are here with us and that you love us. And we are just so thankful that you have this beautiful plan to redeem us and that uh, you are a righteous judge. And I just pray over our hearts, Lord, that we have hearts for you to serve you and not evil baddie, to serve you, Father, and not be distracted or deceived by the the wickedness of this world is worship evil baddie that hates our guts father i just pray that we just serve you father that love us and and, and wants us to see us reign and, and and be beautiful and that you may be glorified hallelujah that you are glorified in jesus name and we await for you to make your enemies your footstool in jesus name amen and and yes he can use uh, these human occurrences in our world today all right uh, he can use man he intervenes in humanity's affairs to bring about his righteous judgment okay thank you and have a wonderful day or evening <laughs> shalom